Welcome to the Fire Up Podcast. If you are looking for inspiration and in living out your Catholic faith, or would like some tips and strategies to live the virtue of chastity, or would like help living your vocation to the full, then you've come to the right place. This podcast is born out of our desire to set the whole world on fire with God's love so that every single person would know that they are made for love and happiness. We are your hosts, Simon Carrington. And I'm Madeline Carrington. And we're husband and wife. We're parents to to two gorgeous boys, the co-founders of Fire Up Ministries. And mate, we are on a bold mission to help you experience the love you've always dreamed of. So from wherever you are listening, we welcome you and we are so glad that you have joined us. Hello and welcome back to the Fire Up podcast. In this episode, I discuss where does your identity come from? This was a talk that I recorded for our YouTube channel, so I hope that it blesses you because it's really helping us get back to the foundation of where our our identity needs to come from because we get bombarded in the culture with different messages. We need to come back to the root of that our identity is found in Jesus Christ. So I hope that you enjoy and thank you for being with us. Who are you? That is a loaded question. And our mission at Fire Up Ministries is to help you experience the love that you've always dreamed of. But how can you experience the love that you've always dreamed of if you don't believe that you're worth that love? And so the topic that I want to talk about today with you is your identity, who you are. Who do you truly believe that you are? And do you believe that you are worth the love that you were made for? Because let's be real. There are so many messages out there from our culture. There are so many different opinions and expectations tugging away at our identity, who we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to conform to. But let's get to the root of the question here. Who does God say that you are? Who does your creator say that you are? Because that is where we find the truth of who we're meant to be. And so I want you to experience the love that you've always dreamed of. And the love that you've always dreamed of is the love that you are worth, that authentic, self-giving, self-sacrificing love. But you have to believe that you are worth it in order to experience it. So let's look at where your worth comes from. Where does your identity come from? As a beloved daughter or son of God, as a beloved child of the Father, where does that come from? Let's turn to the Word of God for the truth. Let's start with Genesis. Start at the very beginning. Genesis 1, chapter 1, verse 27, where it says that God made man in his image and likeness. So let's pause and freeze there for a second. You are made in the image and likeness of God. To be made in the image and likeness of God is to reflect him, right? You reflect his image as well as his likeness, as well as his characteristics. That's amazing. That is absolutely profound. I remember I grew up, you know, you hear it at mass, you hear it in the readings, but when you actually stop and let that truth sink in, it changes everything. That truth, if we really, really, really sit with it 
and we really let it penetrate the core of who we are, nothing can be the same in our life. Every friendship, every decision, every relationship, every thought that you have about yourself needs to be grounded in this fundamental truth that you are made in the image and likeness of God. You were created by the God of the universe. You were created by the God who made heaven and earth, who made the sun and the stars and the moon and the sky and the sea and the mountains, all of that. You are made in the image and likeness of that God, of our God who is love. Amazing, right? You are completely unique. Pope Benedict says that every single human person is a thought of God. You, my dear friends, are a thought of God. He thought you into existence, right? I heard once that if God stopped thinking about you for a moment, you would cease to exist and it would be as if you never existed. His love creates and his love sustains our existence. It's profound, yet it's also so simple. Without him, we can do nothing. And it is in him that we come to know and understand ourselves, that we come to know and receive our dignity. And most importantly, it's that we are able then to build the foundation of our identity. And so walking forward from that truth into the mission that God has entrusted to you is what allows us to be free. Right, free to be who God has called you to be. So we begin with Genesis. But let me ask you another question. I think I'd be right in saying that you desire to love and be loved. I think that's the fundamental desire of every single human heart. And God knows it because he created us and he gave us our desires and he desires to fulfill our desires. He wants to fulfill your desires fully, right? And so to be made in the image and likeness of God, we have to understand who God is. And let's look no further than the first thought of St. John, chapter 4, verse 8. My favorite line in the whole of scripture, God is love. It doesn't say that God is lovely or lovable or loving, even though he is all of those things. It says God is love. He is the source of love. Right, so let's backtrack back to Genesis. You are made in the image and likeness of God. Fast forward to first letter of St. John, who is love. So you are made in the image and likeness of the very thing that you desire most. Isn't that amazing, right? So our identity is intrinsically linked with the love of God, with the source of love itself. Right? Because the love that you want to experience, it's a relationship with Christ. That is the only love that is going to fully fulfill us on this earth. Now, we also have a huge desire to be known. And not just to be you know, known in the sense of you know, who we are, what we like, what we do, but to be intimately known. And it goes even deeper. We desire to be known, but then accepted. 
Because what's one of our greatest fears? That if someone really knew me, they wouldn't love me, right? So acceptance needs to be intricately tied with being known and being known intimately. And my friends, God knows you intimately. He does. The In the book of Jeremiah, in the Old Testament, it says, Jeremiah 1 verse 5, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Now, I know God is saying that to Jeremiah in the Old Testament, but he's also saying that to you. Before he formed you in your mother's womb, he knew you. I mean, talk about intimacy. Talk about being known. And that's why, that is why we cannot settle for the counterfeit love that this world is offering us. Don't sell yourself short for a love that doesn't strive to equate to the love that God wants you to experience. The heart of Christ is a eternal fountain of love. It is against the nature of God to not be pouring out love onto his children. But the question we need to ask ourselves is, am I putting myself in a position or in a posture to receive that love from him? Am I taking my ache for more? Am I taking my ache for love? Am I taking my ache to be known intimately to the one who can fulfill that ache, to the one who loves me as I desire to be loved already, to the one who knows me better than I know myself? Am I taking that to him? Right? Because he is love. You are made in that image and likeness made in the image and likeness of love, made for that love that you desire. And you, you know, Jesus has spilt his blood for you. Do you allow him to remind you of the profound love that he has for you every time you look at a crucifix? Every time you see Jesus with his hands outstretched, he is telling you, he is reminding you, This is how much I love you. This is how much you are worth. You are worth dying for. You are worth suffering for. And unless someone is going to profess to love you in that way, then they're not loving you as you deserve and are designed to be loved. Right? And it tells us, St. Paul reminds us of that in the first letter of Corinthians, chapter 6, verse 19, that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. And they were bought with a price, and that price is the body of Christ, right? So that we may be the body of Christ and be one with him. Amazing, isn't it? Right? So he's inviting you into that love. He's calling us into that love so that we may be one with him and experience that love that we've always dreamed of. But he doesn't stop there, right? He wants us to experience that love in the body of Christ. So with each other, you know, that authentic life-giving love, that's the love we dream of. That love where we can be completely free, known, accepted, right, for who we are. And that's why I don't want you, I don't want you 
to doubt your worth before the Father. I don't want you to give in to the judgment of others. I don't want anyone, I don't want you to allow anyone to take your true identity away from you. You are not defined by your failings. You are not defined by your sin. You are defined by your identity in Christ. You belong to him. You are his. You are his and you are his alone. And there's so many things that are trying to pull us away from that truth. We've got to stand firm and cling tight to that fundamental foundational truth about our identity, right? Because without him, we're nothing. He is the anchor that grounds us in the storm. He is the the anchor, the fortress that, that protects us against the trials of this world. And if we don't have our identity firmly founded on him, then we're on shaky ground and we are incapable of loving others to the fullest extent that they deserve if we are not receiving the source of love itself in our own hearts. And so to really experience that love that we dream of, we must understand that we are worth that love and we understand that we are worth that love when we are firm in our identity in Christ. And that's why St. John Paul II reminds us, you are not the sum of your failures and your weaknesses. You are the sum of the Father's love for you, right? That is what defines us. That is who we are. Let Jesus remind you who you are and stay firm in that and find your identity, base your identity, ground your identity on his love for you because he loves you and he's waiting to just pour his love into your life, into your heart, so that you can give from an overflow of his love, so that you can never doubt, never compromise your standards and never sell yourself short other than the amazing love that you were created for. We would like to thank you for joining us for this episode. If you thought that it was helpful, please subscribe to the podcast and, and, and share with a friend. And for more content like this, online videos, special offers, access to exclusive Fire Up events and a Fired Up community, consider joining our Fire Up family. So head to our website and for a monthly gift of your choice, you can help others experience the love they always dreamed of. So um, may God bless you and your family. Now go set the world on fire.